Hey everybody, Brian McCumber here from Tech Money Talks. Today we have another exciting episode. We are fortunate to have Vova Tess as a special guest on the show. For those of you in dropshipping, you need to know who he is. And if you don't, you're missing out big time because this dude is next gen. You better listen to this episode to the very end. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Vova is one of the youngest professional dropshippers on the planet and has already made a six-figure income by the young age of 17. Over the past year, before my eyes, he's been blowing up big time, and now he's mentoring others on how to do the same. Vova is the real deal and is one of the most transparent professional dropshippers out there on the internet right now. He's on fire, and everyone is looking to get a piece of his time. I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Vova, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? It's going good, man. What's up? Awesome. Awesome. How, how was the intro? Did I do okay? You did great, man. I actually recorded it. Just posted an Instagram story. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Real time. That's how we do things here. We do things in real time. Oh, I love it, man. Good stuff. That's how it goes. Next gen for sure. Man, this is awesome. I'm really glad to, to have you on the show. Um, man, you know, just to kick things off, um, maybe you can uh, kind of give your backstory and, and your journey into dropshipping uh, for the audience. Yeah, awesome, dude. So basically, I started off just like any regular kid. Now let's go back, completely back to when I was 10 years old. So I'm 17 wow. now. When I'm 10 years old, um, I sold everything I could in my house to make a quick buck on eBay. Any, any, My old Wii games, my old PS Vita games, Nintendo DS, whatever – Old clothes awesome. in the house, sneakers, all that good stuff. I sold on eBay. Anything that was literally over ten dollars, I made on a- eBay at ten years old. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely made in the thousands from just selling things in my house at like ten years old, which was pretty crazy for me. Um, that's where I think it all started. Then at about, um, I was always looking to make money online. I was always the kid searching up how to make money online. Always watching uh, videos and stuff like that. Uh, at about 13 years old, I, I was playing video games just like every other teenager with his friends on PlayStation. And uh, I started a gaming channel. And that channel consisted of 2K and Call of Duty. So NBA ah, okay. and I posted videos on that. And those videos got a lot of attraction. I got hundreds of thousands of views. And over from that, I was getting a couple hundred bucks a month. So in accumulative, wow. I made over $5,000 just uploading videos um and just doing something i loved which was playing video games so i felt like i was wasting my time doing playing video games but at the same time uh i tried to make a business out of it and i did so anything i do i just i guess i'm trying to make money from it so that's exactly what i did with that and then what happened from that uh obviously the gaming channel they don't do that anymore but um, I found out about dropshipping in February and actually like June 2015 from a Ty Lopez ad. I clicked on that ad. And if anybody knows how Facebook ads work or Instagram ads, same thing. If you click on it, you get retargeted by the same types of ads. So I clicked ah. on the Lopez ad and I got retargeted by other dropshippers um, in the e-commerce industry targeting me with their ads. And I'm like, what is this? Like, 
there's these 15, 16 year olds, and I'm 16 myself. So it's literally kids my age making hundreds of thousands of dollars online. I'm like, I got to get into this. And I did. And I made a career out of it (laughs) now, I guess. But in February 2018, I opened up my first store, which was a Marvel Avengers theme store because Infinity War and uh, Marvel just came out. So I thought it was my bright idea to open up a store. It was a complete failure. Um, I lost tons of money on that. And from February to August, I was just failing at it. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And I was watching YouTube videos on dropshipping and bought a few courses as well. So um, wow. July 2018, I got my first, not my first job, but my a job, because I've had jobs before that, a job as a lifeguard. My first job as a lifeguard, right? But I've had jobs before that, whatever. Um, so I'm sitting <laughs> in the basement of this pool. I'm in the basement. And I'm literally like, nobody's ever drawn to that pool. And it's been open for like 30 years. So I was super, super bored. I hated that job. Uh-huh. And what I did was I brought books down there. I used to download YouTube videos. And I, it's in a basement, I mentioned. So it had no service. So I used to download YouTube videos. and used to watch and try to learn those YouTube videos. And on my days off or after work, and I used to work crazy days. I used to try to get as many, like literally people complain because I was taking too many shifts and people wanted more shifts. Um, wow. I was trying to get as many hours as possible to make as, the most money as possible. Um, yeah. Put it back into ads. Usually kids my age wouldn't put money into Facebook ads. They would go ahead and buy like shoes or sneakers or whatever. I was putting money back into a business. Yeah. And, that oh, man. and then I bought dozens of those shoes and dozens of those clothes. I don't even want those clothes anymore. I thought I did in the time, those designer clothes and Jordans and shit. But <laughs> yeah, I, there's I, a saying like that because you're if you're willing to do what others like won't, then you'll be able to live the life let, that I, others can't, right? There's some saying like that. Absolutely. That kind of matches like what you were doing there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is awesome. So like uh when uh yeah, I mean, so starting from such a, a young age, even at the age of 10 and selling on, on eBay, and so your parents must have been, like, really supportive uh, at the time, right? Um, at first, I didn't even tell them because I didn't see a reason. I was always trying these little – like, I, like when Bitcoin blew up, I was uh, trying – I was trying to trade um, – day trade crypto. Like, I always had, like – I was always trying things. So if it didn't work out, I didn't really tell them, but once it did – Obviously, I did, and uh, yeah. I help out with bills and literally anything that my mom or dad need. Um, but like I said, we're not like oh, I didn't say this actually, but I grew up pretty middle class, not poor, definitely not rich, but you know, kind of just the yeah, average, like most, yeah, right, yeah, type of household. So, and actually, in two thousand eight, during the financial crisis, and I live in New York City. So we got hit hard the most here. Like it literally started here. And my mom worked in the city and she lost her job in 2008. So watch when I, and I was seven years old. So when that happened, it really gave me a sense of like, I don't want to depend on anybody for the income I make. The only person I want to depend on is myself. And that's yeah. where entrepreneurship, I guess, started. I should have started wow. with that story. But yeah, yeah, like kind of yeah. shifting uh, the mindset and understanding the importance of it, right? And uh, man, and you were able to grasp it at, at, at such a 
young age and like it's it's really amazing because uh like and then just to give you a little background on me like i've i've been in the in the tech industry for about 20 years uh, uh have my own tech company but also did a lot of online business and various forms drop shipping being one of them and it's funny because others that i uh, that i talked to like sam jacobs or like scott hilson i tell them like i mean i go as far back like during the dot-com boom, I was drop shipping cigars before there was even regulations about sales of the tobacco products over the internet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the stuff works and, uh, and it's just so, uh, so exciting. But the, the amazing thing is like, uh, I mean, the level of maturity that, that you have and understanding at, at such a young age, because I think, uh, I mean, now, uh, you know, fast forward up to this point, you know, I have uh, two boys as well, one in eighth grade and one in, uh, as a freshman in high school. You know, I'm getting them involved in the business. Um, I'm sort of like kind of bringing them into the space because uh, I'm in the space, um, but they're not, you know, thinking, you know, I don't think they're at that level thinking on their own you know, pushing themselves the way that you are. And I think, uh, you know, there's something that, that you have is, that's amazing. I mean, I, I really like what you're doing here. And, uh, you know, just to have that level of maturity is just just so awesome. My kids and also their friends, they're also following me. And then and when I started mentioning that I was going to be interviewing you, now they're starting to follow you. Um, but they had two questions uh, for you. One, they wanted to know what your motivation was. And then two, they wanted to know how can they start drop shipping if they're under 18? Okay, so easy. Um, I'm under 18. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Use, use your parents' social security. That would be you. So all you got to do on Shopify, <laughs> sure you're aware, but just put your own social security number. Look, they make money, you pay taxes, but obviously they're making more. And if they don't make money, nothing happens. So it's literally no risk um, for your part. Because my mom yeah. was really skeptical in giving me her social security, you know, like I had to like beg her for like three, a week <laughs> and stuff. But um, And then the motivation. For my motivation, yeah. um, the job I hated. I was, I don't know, man. I, I, I have trouble answering this question, but I've always like wanted more in life. I just, I see how like what 90, 99% of families live just like, um, not, not even the paycheck to paycheck. Um, but just average, just like, I feel like I need more. And, uh, the only way you need, you get more is with a higher income in my opinion. So I just wanted the finer things. And plus I wanted to get out of that job so bad. And in the mid (laughs) in mid August, um, I made like 80 bucks from working six, six hours at my job and uh, like after taxes and from my job showing store, I made like 1500 in one day. It was just, so I just quit that same day. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, honestly, the, 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 the switch. So the switch happened for me junior year. And I talked to a lot of other people who are also either my age or maybe 18, 19, 20. And they all like, junior year of high school is when they that switch came about um to like hey like we're growing up like i really don't know what i want to do in my life for some people it's later and hopefully Mm -hmm. for i mean most kids it's honestly they don't realize that and they some some of them never realize 
Um, yeah. <laughs> some, realize after they get their, some of them realize, and this is hard, some of them realize after yeah. they get their degree, they're in debt and they can't find a job. That would be worst case scenario, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah. Like 22 or even worse. If you graduate grad school or something, you're like 26 and you're like making $40,000 a year and you have like $100,000 in debt. It's just yeah. insane. So um, good thing. I'm so happy I realized early. Otherwise, it probably totally. Just- yeah. 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 And being able to think about that and then take an action, yeah. you, you know, to build upon that, yeah. which is what, what, are, what are your thoughts on college? Yeah. So, I mean, from my point of view, so I'm also in technology and I've, I've also been a big advocate of, of technology careers just because there's a huge demand for it. But the thing is, and this is where I bring up like that rich dad, poor dad, uh, and that cash flow game model. So I say yeah. treat earned income as what it is, earned income, but you want to start building up your passive income. You want to start, and then I call it building digital assets, which is an online business. And you can do it with, you know, drop shipping, information products, affiliates, you know, all the different things that, that you can do to make money on the internet. I've been highlighting, uh, you know, drop shipping just because it's just been, you know, so awesome lately. And, and the stuff that, that you've guys been doing and meaning you guys, meaning, you know, this younger, you know, next gen, you guys have a different spin on it. Like I said, you know, and I've heard some people say, oh, like, like drop shipping's only been around for five years. No, it's been around for since the dot com boom. And like, I'm not sure if you ever, you know, read the book uh, by Tony Shea. It's called uh, Delivering Happiness. He started a company called uh, Zappos, which is uh, short for the Spanish word zapatos, which means, means shoes. So selling shoes online, they were the ones to prove out the concept. Like back then during the dot-com boom, people were still getting used to even just buying anything over the internet, let alone, you know, they would respond like, what, you're going to buy shoes over the internet? And they, they would think it's so weird. But long story short, they, uh, they meaning Tony Shea and Zappos, they proved out the concept of selling shoes online and they used drop shipping to prove out the concept. You know, they didn't buy inventory. They were drop shipping Nikes. They were drop shipping, you know, Reeboks and so on. But then when they proved out the concept, you know, they they turned it into, you know, inventory and stuff like that. And then later on got acquired by Amazon for one point two billion dollars. Um, wow. So it's like a really great success story. Um, but it's been around since then. And, and it's going to continue to to go and evolve and, and things like that. But going back to your to your question, um, I would say that, you know, to treat it as such, right? I mean, you know, really, you know, you want to take that path because maybe you have an interest in a particular, you know, field or trade, but you can do that because you want to do that, not because you have to have a nine to five, right? So th- that's been my, my take on it. So it's just like, okay, well, if you don't have anything, if you haven't done an online business or if you, if you haven't, you, you know, you better at least have a, you know, decent earned income. That's step number one. Then step number two, start building up that that passive income. That that's kind of like been my view. Been my view awesome. on it. Question for you, because I'm thinking about this as well, and I'm only 17, and uh, just college and stuff. Are you going to push your kids towards college, or what do you? Uh, well, to- I'm I'm definitely encouraging them to go. You know, it's 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 a tough cost. So like, say if you already, you know, were at a point where you felt like, you know, hey, you're already producing, you know, a half a million dollars. Do you really need to go? 
yeah you could do it at at leisure right i mean and i think it's kind of two-sided because you yourself you're already doing like this type of self-education right so you're kind of you know teaching yourself beyond where you know in some circumstances like you know college itself there's no right or wrong at, at that point for for me and like yeah what i'm encouraging my kids you know yeah i'm encouraging them to to go it's it's a really deep it even goes into a deeper question because i think things at this point are kind of evolving where you have education and the education system how it's traditionally been historically but it's actually evolving into something new so like even other european countries uh, they're not really doing these broad education anymore they're more training for specific skills so when you graduate or when you get, you know, certified in a thing, you're ready to hit the ground running in whatever field of study that you were in. And it's not necessarily the case here. Just like you said, you know, some people graduate and they can't find a job. And and it's just like, why? So, um, so yeah, it gets real deep. I think we're at a transition point where, where things are adjusting. And the questions that, that they're going through your head right now, you're asking the right questions for sure. Yeah. Um, at this point, especially since you already have a good level of success and you're continuing to train yourself and, and the other aspects of, of what you've been doing, which we'll talk about, you know, as far as, you know, grinding it out, pushing yourself, you know, you're already looking to do self-improvement and optimization that's, you know, going beyond what they're going to teach you in, in college. Not to say that college would be wrong. It would just be an experience, right? You know, the stuff that you're doing right now, which which we'll we'll talk about is just like, you know, you're experiencing other things at, at a higher level that that I would say most people would, you know, dream of being being able to do. So uh, so it's a lot of great stuff, man. But yeah, you're asking the right questions for sure. And that even leads me to the topic of uh, it's one of the common factors uh, as far as having a, a mentor. Um, it's been one of the common things that I noticed even for others uh, reaching that point of success. Maybe can you speak speak to that as far as, you know, in your journey as, you know, reaching this point, you know, when you found a mentor and then how it helped you in your business and, and reach that point of success that you had? Yeah. So uh, I started off with a, with a course and it taught me the basics of Facebook ads. Um, then I moved on to doing something on my own. I was making a couple hundred bucks a day in sales from one of my products. I reached out to um, one of my mentors, Noah Brewer, um, and he helped me scale that store from a couple hundred bucks a day to, to 1,500 to 2,000 a day. Um, and it completely changed everything for me. I, I remember, wow. so me and my family, we usually go on like, then we just started this recently to like three years ago, but we go on one vacation every um every summer just one um like one big one like to yeah. to europe to europe right um and we went to germany um no we didn't we went to spain that year and my my fa- other family from because i have a lot of family um in russia i'm russian um i have some family in like uh israel and germany and my family from germany um because my mom hasn't seen her cousin, which is the family, in like 15 years. So now we like agreed to like do it once a year, right? Whatever. Not, not <laughs> the point. Um, so we were in Spain and I was – and that's the week after when my store popped off. And, man, I was on the beach making like $1,000 a day from just 
and I heard the cha-chings wow. from Shopify. And that <laughs> was a great feeling, like, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's not even about like the money made. It's the amount of like I didn't do a thing. And yeah. the reason why we don't go on many vacations is because if my mom doesn't go to work, she doesn't get paid. It's an active income job. If yeah. my dad doesn't show up, he's not going to get paid, right? And that's yeah. why most families don't go. But with this business, I could be anywhere in the goddamn world and still yeah. be paid for the same <laughs> thing. So it's just like yeah. um, there's so many businesses like that. And that's yeah. just like literally the laptop lifestyle. Yeah, um, it was amazing. Completely changed everything for me. Yeah, and it was funny. A previous episode, I interviewed Scott Hilsey, and he's like, he's like, I use the word location neutral income automation, and I was just like, yeah. And he told a story about that. I'm like, yeah, that is a catchy thing. Yeah, you could just totally be anywhere, and you're making money, and that's that's literally that definition of the passive income, right? So it's just like you you put the the time in, the effort, you you did the groundwork, you, you grinded it out. And because you did what most people don't, now you're reaping the rewards where, you know, you're on vacation and you're just watching, you know, you know, ka-ching, ka-ching, and just, you yeah. know, sales coming in, which is just like, yeah, it's like the awesome feeling. Like, uh, it makes me smile every time. <laughs> <I see it. laughs> no, great point, man. Thanks for bringing that up. You know, you know, another thing that I wanted to talk about, and this seemed to be like another common factor for success in, in the drop shipping business. And, and you, you know, mentioned, so you're like, and this was actually pretty cool. So you said you started February, 2018. So for like the audience, list, I mean, that's literally like last year. Yeah. And, and then you said you were working it, you know, you're, you're putting, you know, the money you earn from yeah. your lifeguard job. You know, yeah, earned I, income. I you're like, putting your yeah. earned income income into your business, and then all the way up to like you said, August of 2018. So that's about six months that you had to grind it out. You know, on faith. You know, knowing that you got to you got to figure this thing out. And you kept your persistence and product testing. Can you kind of speak more about that? Yeah, dude. So um, basically, I was losing money from February to August, and I didn't have my lifeguard job until late June. So oh, all the okay. money I was spending was just straight from like anything. Like I had a summer job before that, birthday money. My birthday's in August, so I started. So kind of scraped together beforehand what you had to put like, it in your business. Any any little thing I'm I could have done to make money, I did, and just put it back into business. Sold my mom's clothes on eBay and then just. She let me keep the money. <laughs> like just, just, like, just like anything. And her clothes aren't like super expensive, but like just like anything. And I just put it back into just trying to learn. And I wasn't even doing Facebook ads till July. Um, and I figured that I, I was doing Instagram influencers, paying pages to promote my product on their on their page. So that's what was happening. And I just lost from about February to August. And I didn't give up. I lost about $3,000 just testing things. And I knew if I gave up, I had 0% chance of succeeding. Like mm-hmm. zero. Like That's what people don't understand. Why am yeah. I not succeeding in life? Well, are you trying to? Like, it's just insane. I did SMMA 
that anybody that doesn't know it's social media marketing i went up to businesses and tried to offer my services uh, during the time i was drop shipping but i kind of was interested in sma i did it for like one day and kind of gave up but i was uh, i already had a business going i just didn't want to mix them but i did it for one day and literally got i got zero clients and i <laughs> and i got my i got i got i remember i got spit on oh my god no. yeah dude like the google <laughs> started yelling and oh my god it was terrible i did it with a partner too um uh-huh. absolutely horrible anyway oh, wow. the point of the, the point of the story <laughs> is um i went to my friend and he's like well yeah you just wasted a whole day i'm like yeah man i went out and like didn't really get anything he's like so you wasted a whole day i'm like no i didn't waste a day i learned a lot um and my sales skills got better and he's like well i sat on my couch all day so i think i won i'm like no man you lost you learned nothing and like people don't understand like people do not understand uh you you understand we i'm sure like uh well i mean even other examples like other great you know people in history like you look at uh, edison who you know had all these great inventions and you know how many trial and errors, how many failures, and uh, and he's like, uh, you know, you, you know, you failed, you know, whatever, three thousand times before, and it's just like, well, I figured out, you know, three thousand ways that that doesn't work, and he's learning from each one, and still having that persistence until he figures out what works, and uh, um, that's how you do great things, and you know, just having that mindset. Um, you could see that, you know, learning from your failures and st- staying consistent, being persistent, all of a sudden, for some reason, you know, it happens. And then all of a sudden it clicks. And uh, and it's just like, it's just an amazing thing for sure. And uh, and yeah, that was great that your mom was supportive at, at that time, you know, lit, you know, now you're making more enough to, you know, take care of her or whatever. Right. So it's just uh, it's just an awesome thing for sure. And, uh, but yeah, you know, the product testing and you just kind of doing that and staying consistent, uh, has been a common factor with a lot of people. Um, so yeah, that's why I wanted to bring that up for sure. I tested dozens, I'd say close to a dozen products, wasting about $3,000 before I found my winner and my winner made me 52 grand in one and uh, two months. <laughs> so it was, it was well worth it. But the yeah. people, they're so focused on the short term. Oh man, I just saw a thousand bucks. Congratulations. Like a thousand bucks. You know how much you can make? One of my clients made 300,000 in two months off one product. Like I'm, I'm literally showing them these numbers. I'm like, I did this. Trust me. It works. Stay consistently. Like people complain. I one of my friends. I was because um, <laughs> my friends obviously know what I'm doing, so they're very interested. They want to make some money. And mm-hmm. we tested the product. Um, spent seventy five dollars. It didn't work. He started. Uh, he closed down the whole site. <laughs> he closed down wow. the whole Shopify site. Wow. And like you're an idiot. He didn't even turn the Facebook ads off. He because so the money was still spending <laughs> with the Shopify site. Like so, like you're a pure retard. So yeah, yeah it, it's just crazy. Imagine when the Shopify sites like it's only like what twenty nine dollars a month and just like yeah. to keep it alive. Yeah, but when you're seven, when you're seventeen, um, which he was, but um, but he knows like it's possible. Like I'm literally showing him how possible yeah. it is. Yeah, but nothing, man. 
Yeah. And what's the story behind that when you decided to start teaching the dropshipping? How did you uh, lead into that? So so how I got into personal branding myself on Instagram. So when you dropshipping sites, they die. But what doesn't die is a personal brand. And personal brands, um, Volvates, when you search my name up on Google, things pop up. Um, so you just the personal brand is the most important part. You need to build a personal brand because your dropshipping store, it might die. But if you will build a personal brand, like, look, I'm speaking at, at an event, NetCon, um, April 14th in New York City. Yeah. The, owner wouldn't, the founder of the event wouldn't have contacted me if I had zero followers. I could be making a million dollars a month. But if he, I have no personal brand, he doesn't want me there for the sole reason that I won't be able to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. So having a personal brand is the best decision. And probably I would recommend that. Like your dropshipping, congratulations. <laughs> but um, build a personal brand, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that was a wise decision and what you're doing for sure. And it's just like, first you learned, then you did, now you're teaching and it's building your personal brand just because, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, totally hear you there. Now, another thing that I wanted to, to ask, cause you know, even for those that still are not familiar with drop shipping and, uh, for those that, that don't realize, you know, they hear some of these, uh, numbers that people, and they can't just can't believe the numbers that that people are producing and they immediately think it's, you know, it's a scam, it's get rich quick and things like that. Like, would you describe it as such? So yeah, a lot of people think um, dropshipping is a scam and honestly, I don't blame them. I thought that as well when I first started. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just it's just hard to believe that a 16 year old yeah. is making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. Yeah. And let me tell yeah. you, it's very, very possible and it's not a scam. Um, basically the reason people think it's a scam and I even presented this in my school and I got a lot of backlash saying, uh, you can't sell things from AliExpress for a higher price. That's scamming people. I'm like, no, it's not. And the kid was wearing like Jordans or (laughs) Supreme or Supreme or something. Uh I'm like, no, you're wearing a scam. That shirt costs $5 and you paid over a thousand for it. Uh huh. Boom, destroyed. <laughs> like, there's nothing he can come back from that. So, yeah. well, it's uh, called um, arbitrage. So, I mean, it's yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, um, like business one. <laughs> and then in my presentation, um, there's a Tiffany and Co necklace, and we all know Tiffany and Co, the jewelry company. Mm-hmm. There's a Tiffany and Co necklace that's um, it's it's on AliExpress. The only difference between the necklace on AliExpress and the necklace. And Tiffany and Co. is because the Tiffany and Co. necklace says Tiffany and Co. on it. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference on it. And it, on Tiffany and Co. it's a hundred and twenty-five dollars, and on AliExpress it's twenty-two. So I just like people have these morals, and just like when you really think about every single business, they're doing the same thing. These mm-hmm. like you want you want to print something on a T-shirt. A t-shirt costs like two dollars to like a white plain t-shirt and then you just put a logo on it and now it's worth something just because of the logo um 24 hour fitness at least the one i worked at isn't even 24 hours 
like you know so it's just, <laughs> just one example i don't know where that came from but um yeah but it's true to, like i mean i think i even did like a video clip one time just because i literally saw like i was at walgreens and i saw on the shelves it was like on the as seen on tv type of shelves where it had like all those products and there was one that had like the charcoal teeth whitener thing and i'm like that's yeah that's totally a product that that's available you know on aliexpress and uh and then walgreens was selling it for 19.99 and then you go look at uh on aliexpress I mean, I think it was like either a dollar or like free plus shipping kind of thing, or it's just like, uh, you, yeah, you know, and so I did a video just kind of showing, I was like, you know, look, I was like, you know, Walgreens is selling it for this right off of the shelf. And, you know, in the past, you know, for drop shipping, it was a hot product, uh, you know, back then. People, and, yeah. Uh, people trust these big companies just because of their name. Like they're doing, like, I literally know people that are making tons of money online and now they're working directly with Walmart, Target, CVS, putting their products in there. And they're getting them for like $2 and selling it in Walgreens for like 20 Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you guys keep believing these big brands just because you see me behind the brand. Like, it's just, I can't, you can't convince, you can't change the minds of people that don't want their minds to be changed. That's what I learned. I was trying to like convince my friends, <laughs> hey, yeah. like, like entrepreneurship it's cool not even entrepreneurship like drop shipping like you should try this and they're like what if i lose money what if this what if this i'm like stop worrying about what if you lose start worrying worrying about and start thinking about what if i make fifty thousand dollars what could i buy myself um so man i i gave up on yeah um trying to convince people that don't want to be convinced and that's why i only help people that come to me yeah, you come no, to me? true. Yeah, I mean that—that's all we can do is just kind of share the information. And, um, I mean, and that's why, and even part of the reason why I had, I do the podcast is like, you know, a big part of it is like I I I prove out what works and what doesn't, and then I also try to you know steer people away from the fakes. I mean, there are fakes and scammers out there, but it's not just in online business or just in dropshipping. I mean, it's pretty much in almost every aspect of life that there's, you know, scammers out there that you, that you need to avoid um, in this space, because, you know, some of the, you know, the results are like, you know, really attractive, but, you know, there's that fear that, you know, people had not wanted to get scammed, which rightfully so. So, you know, I, I try to do my part to help guide people and, and you're doing your, you know, your part, like you said, you're speaking at the high schools, you know, trying to talk about the opportunities yeah. that exist. Um, dude, I still, go to, I still go to high school. So I spoke in my own high school. My <laughs> own that yeah. is so awesome. I'm and trying, what was I'm like, trying the... to get, yeah, I'm trying to get me to, I was talking to one of my old teachers that follows me on Instagram um from my middle school and i'm trying to speak there as well that would be awesome awesome that's really awesome stuff man and what's the the reaction been like so does it feel like uh now you get more popular in school or what <laughs> well there's you definitely got to watch out for the fake fronts that's all i gotta say <laughs> oh that's awesome man Yep, a whole other lesson to learn there for sure. <laughs> you know what? One yeah. thing that I wanted to touch on that that I remember catching, uh, uh, listening to one of uh, YouTube's where you talked about that mindset of being all in 
or all out. Uh, yep. Can you share that with the audience? Yeah. Um, this is a great example. Um, I've never really been going to the gym and I just started about two months ago and for two months straight, I've been going every single day. And the reason wow. for that, and I know that that might not even be good for my body, but I'm all in or I'm all out. You know, like I'm not half assing anything. It's either I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do this. Um, and I'm like, and that's why I started my own podcast as well. That's why um, I grew my Instagram. That's why I open multiple stores. That's why I do a, just brand myself. It's because I'm all into entrepreneurship. I'm not half asking. This isn't some some side hustle. This is all in. For me, <laughs> you know, great mindset for sure. Yeah, I mean that. Just having that, and I think that's been a key factor, you know, for success. And and you've been, you know, proving it out over the past year, which has been awesome. And uh, yeah, I did catch that that you were starting to work out, and uh, I do that too. I do something that's called the rise and grind, and uh, I typically yeah. do some plugs uh, like like I'm getting up early morning, and I did catch mm-hmm. your your email where you did, you know, you mentioned you were like early morning yeah. 30 before 7 a.m and you already worked out and now you got a whole you know you feel the yeah, energy no, and just ready to hit the day check. yeah it's true check my instagram i post five six a.m pictures at the gym before the sun's up like yeah awesome stuff man yeah i'll just start pinging you now in the morning because <laughs> uh, yeah i definitely get up early around yeah. 4 30 in the morning and, uh, and everyone's got to remember like i still go to school like i'm going to the gym I get home, I eat, and then I go to school. So it's insane. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I get home, and it's so hard because of my sleep schedule. It's so hard not to take a nap. And one time I took a nap, and I couldn't fall asleep till like 2 a.m., and I like messed everything up, and I'm getting back into it. It's cool that that you're thinking that way because I, I do the same thing where I think about how do I optimize my productivity um, and yeah. like I said, so I know like I, my max, you know, I can go with like five hour sleep so I can stay up till 1130 and then I get up, uh, about 430, 4, 430. And, uh, but as long as I get about five hours, anything less than it's like, you know, I'll, five hours. Yeah. Wow. So that anything wow. less than I'll feel it. Um, but I'm even thinking about trying something different about like kind of splitting, my sleep schedule because I was hearing something like how Elon Musk uh, kind of split this time, right? So it's like when you wake up, you know, once you get past that grogginess, all of a sudden that creativity and everything just starts flowing out of you. And people experience that once a day. You know, what if you were able to experience that three times a day? Wow. That would be so no, awesome. Yeah. So I definitely, at this point right now, I probably wouldn't be able to do that. But that sounds amazing. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what Elon Musk is doing. I need to do some research on that uh, just to kind of figure that out. But uh, that, that, that seems sense. really awesome. Yeah. Like if I can have that type of, uh, you know, creative flow. And that's probably why even like, you know, you see Google offices that have the sleep pods and stuff like that because they're encouraging, oh. you know, go go take a power nap. And once you wake back up, you're fresh and you're ready to like, you know, you know, creative mindset all over again to be productive. So yeah, I think there's something behind that. Um, But yeah, awesome stuff, man. This is uh, another thing that I wanted to touch on that I remember uh, uh, 
that you had talked about in the past was like uh, the events. I think that's been a common factor too for most people, uh, you know, kind of experiencing success, you know, in their drop shipping business, which is like, you know, attending events. And, and I think that's how I, I, I caught you when you had mentioned that you attended uh, Sam Jacobs uh, breakthrough event. And then now you're going to be speaking at an event and then, and then so on. So can you talk uh, about the importance of like the events and then um, kind of share your experience there? The networking and the amount of things you learn at events is uncomparable to any, anything. If you live in a major city, I promise you that there's an event going on next to you. I met, so I'm speaking at NetCon hosted by Simon Lerner. I went to an event previously in December is called eConvention and uh, hosted by Mark Bamberger. I met Simon at eConvention. How crazy is that? Wow. I wouldn't have been able to speak at an event if I didn't go to a previous event. Insane. Uh, one of my good friends, Drizik, he went to the first eConvention. He had him on my podcast and um, he was telling me about this. He went to the first eConvention and that's where he met his mentor. Mm-hmm. He he saw his mentor. He bought his course. Then he sent his mentor the um his results. And his mentor is like, like, dude, like, come speak at my events. And his men, uh, I think his name is Colt or something. Mm. Colt M. He does forex, not in my space, but regardless, now he's speaking alongside him at his own events. Like, wow. and with being a speaker, the networking is just to the next level. So it's insane. You don't even have to network with the speakers, network with the crowd. Like the crowd is also insane. Some of the crowd makes more money than the speakers. I can t- <laughs> literally attest to that. Like, <laughs> yeah. So insane. No, true. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning that because uh, most people don't catch like the importance of that. And I think it's important for, you know, so many different reasons, uh, which is great. Um, another thing that I wanted to lead into was more about like uh, some of the drop shipping like core strategies. And uh, and I wasn't really sure what, what you've been focusing on, but maybe you can share with the audience because at a, at a high level, you know, different types uh, of drop shipping that, that people do, you could either start with a general store, a niche store, uh, a single product store or something else. I was curious, like, what was your approach there to drop shipping? The approach to drop shipping, I usually do one product stores. Um, I run Facebook ads and uh, basically I have a store set up. I usually have a general store in the beginning and then I niche it down to, let's say I find a winning product that makes me, and let's say I have a general store, so I could test any product. I could test a dog product. I could test a baby product, and I could test a, I don't know, house product or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you have a niche store all about dogs, let's say the dog product doesn't work out. What are you going to do then? Make a whole new store? That sounds like a lot of work mm-hmm. and a lot of – it's also a little bit of money. But yeah. when you're starting out, a little bit of money is a lot of money. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that. So I just – um focus on that. And then when the product pops off, I'll make the whole store about that product. So let's say I'm testing a necklace, a baby product and a dog product. Let's say the necklace works. I would delete the other products and just make my whole store about jewelry. Nice. 
Yeah, so it's like that approach where you're going from from general to find out what's what's hidden, and uh, and then you start narrowing down to 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 find what what that hot products are. Awesome stuff, yep. man. And related to so you mentioned the ad. So what what has been what has been like your your Facebook ad strategy? So would you create like uh, viral videos for it, or uh, what was what was your approach there? So yeah, in the beginning, I used to steal videos. Um, and two of my winners were actually from stealing videos from Facebook of other people, just cutting out the logo, which is completely fine to do. That's not like new. I didn't make that up. That's a tactic used almost <laughs> every single one. But now Facebook updated their algorithm or whatever you want to call it. And you can't steal videos anymore. They'll shut both videos down. So wow. now I've been, I've hired a videographer and he makes most of my videos and it's not even he in real life so he would scour the internet and make like a collage out of it if i want to go to the next level i'll order him the product and he'll go in person and make it yeah well let's say it's a dog product like um like he doesn't have a dog you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to make those videos and even if it is dog product what if his dog isn't trained or won't do what the like you know with the stuff toy yeah whatever like a million things could go wrong so you just scour the internet and you make a little collage together and that usually works it's really a lot of people overcomplicate things yeah and at and at what point uh do you start doing the ads so like uh is it during the general phase of it or the niche yeah. or when you get down to yeah. the hot product yeah. well yeah during the general phase when you have a bunch of products you run ads for every single one how else would you get people on your site then mm-hmm. you run ads immediately um and uh once something pops off, you make your whole store about that, right? Yeah, yeah. Awesome stuff, man. That's great tips there. And uh, and one other thing, and I wasn't sure if, if you've been uh, utilizing it, but I thought that you maybe have mentioned it in the past, which related to like influencer marketing. So do you, uh, do you use influencer marketing? And if you do, like maybe share a little bit of that with the audience. Not so much now, but bef- because it's um, inconsistent. But before I did, um, but you got to watch out now. There's a bunch of fake follower yeah. people out there. Yeah. And stuff. So what influencer marketing is, is you are paying someone, you're renting out a space basically on their Instagram page. Um, you pay them, you DM them and you j- literally, you could just say rates and they'll tell you for 12 hour posts, it's X amount for 24 hour posts, it's X amount. Um, and it depends on their followers and their engagement rate, obviously. So if they have like a million followers, but they're only getting like 10,000 likes a photo, something's fishy, you know? Yeah. So you got to watch out for fake people. They're going to steal your money, but (laughs) um, it definitely works. So recently I had a Valentine's Day product. I paid Worldstar $3,000. Worldstar has 22 million followers on Instagram. I pay them 3K for a post and i can tell you it's very well worth it wow man great story there yeah for sure yeah i think that's the key is just kind of uh you know being certain about the influencer that you're working with um and again right yeah trying to avoid the fakes and the scammers out there um which is so true man this is great stuff man and uh so i want to give you more exposure on what on the latest stuff that you've been working on um so i know uh there's been a few things here that that you've been launching uh like stuff related to your 
your course and the mentoring. You want to speak a little more about that? Yeah, I just recently launched my own course, which uh, is only 347. It goes into depth on everything uh, you could do. But if you don't have like the money for my course, you could get my free course. All you have to do is um, click the link in my bio on Instagram, Vovatess, V-O-V-A. T-E-S-S and check it out there. I provide a bunch of free value on, I, I did a mini course on there. I awesome. do YouTube videos, free value. I have my own podcast where I talk about drop shipping strategies. Um, it's called the Future Leaders Podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that good stuff. Yeah, definitely. So the the podcast Future Leaders, yeah, I did catch on to that. That's awesome stuff, man. And um, and then you're also going to be speaking at an upcoming event. Yeah, NetCon April fourteenth in Long Island, New York. Awesome stuff, man. Dang, you are being so productive and uh, just kind of knocking it out, grinding it, and just being a clear example. I think for everybody. Uh, you know, in this space, um, you're definitely, you know, next gen, grinding it out and one to watch out for. So hopefully the audience is listening. Definitely follow uh, Vova here because, uh, yeah, you're definitely one to watch and, you know, making great things happen for sure. And uh, so the, I want to thank you for your time. And then also I wanted to see, is it cool to follow up with you later in the year to see how things are going? Dude, I would love that. <laughs> that would be awesome, man, for sure. And hey, hey, let me know if you ever uh, plan to uh, come to an event in Chicago. Um, I'm actually thinking about putting something together, uh, some type of uh, meetup here. So I'll, I'll keep you posted about that. But uh, if you ever, uh, if you ever uh, this way into Chicago, yeah, let me know. We'll, uh, it'll be cool to to be a host for you Never. out here. Never been, but I would love to come. <laughs> I've never had like an incentive to go. Yeah. But now, but now I do. So. Yeah, yeah. I gotta create the the space here. For some reason, there's there's uh, there's no uh, you know drop shipping groups or things like that. So uh, I'm in the process yeah. of putting yeah, that together. Bunch, yeah, there's a bunch of drop shippers in New York, and there's like events in New York happening almost like once a month. Wow. Really? So if you live in New York, you're lit. <laughs> Great stuff, man. Yeah, what was? Yeah, appreciate your time, man. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Awesome. Let's be here. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. I hope everything was helpful and thought-provoking and somewhat entertaining. If you want to learn more about this topic, please let me know so I know what to focus on in future episodes. My goal is to teach people how to make money with the opportunities that technology can bring. And if you like this episode, please show your support by subscribing, leaving an awesome review. And in the meantime, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My tag name is Tech Money Talks. Thanks again. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.